Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for May 17th, 2011, and now the news. Saab was able to stay one step ahead of the bear yet again. It did manage to land a deal with Chinese company Pangda, which will inject about $91 million into the company. Pangda is an automotive distributor in China that also handles foreign brands, including Toyota and Audi. But to put that money into perspective, I would estimate that it represents about two months of cash burn at Saab. So clearly the company will have to come up with a lot more money if it's going to survive. Germany is next on the list to get a million EVs on its roads by the end of the decade. German Chancellor Angela Merkel unveiled plans to double electric vehicle financial aid for German automakers to nearly $3 billion. But unlike the U.S., which is giving EV buyers $7,500 towards the purchase of one, Merkel does not favor subsidizing sales. Instead, the plan calls for eliminating a road tax for cars that emit less than 50 grams of CO2 per kilometer for 10 years. EV drivers will be allowed to drive in bus lanes and park and charge for free in some areas. And the plan will reform taxes to encourage companies to use EVs for their fleets. As we all know, Hyundai is red hot right now. Like Korean barbecue, it's sizzling. So to keep things cooking, the company is investing $173 million in its Alabama plant to build engines for the compact Elantra. The facility will be able to build 600,000 engines a year, also for the Santa Fe crossover and Sonata sedan. And now these engines will not have to be imported from South Korea. Cadillac is gearing up for the debut of the XTS by selling off the models it's going to replace. According to Wards, the brand is looking to sell 3,000 DTS models it still has on dealer lots, along with 900 STS units before the XTS goes on sale next year. The STS sells at around 200 units a month, and the DTS ranges from 800 to 1,000 a month. Production for the STS ended last month, and DTS production could come to a halt in the next three to four weeks but the company isn't concerned if it runs out of STSs and DTSs before the XTS goes on sale because of strong sales from the other models in its lineup. The Consumer Federation of America released the results of a survey yesterday where it found that Americans overwhelmingly support higher fuel economy standards of 60 miles per gallon. That's about 3.9 liters per 100 kilometers. Of course, consumer and environmental groups often release polls showing that Americans want better fuel economy. Who doesn't want better fuel economy? But if Americans truly want better fuel economy, how come hybrids account for less than 3% of car sales? How come we still buy big trucks and big SUVs in big numbers? Well, I'll tell you why. Because what Americans tell the pollsters and what they go out and do in the real world are often two different things. If you really want to know what Americans think, 
don't pay attention to what they tell the pollsters. Instead, watch what they spend their money on. It's no secret that Audi is capacity constrained. It's the luxury car brand to own right now. And even with its factories working overtime, it just can't build enough vehicles to meet demand. Interestingly, the company is being a good sport about it. It's actually poking fun at the situation in its latest commercial, which we found in a post on Autoblog. People are leaving BMW, Mercedes, and Lexus for Audi than ever before. That's a great spot. I wish all advertising were this fun. Unfortunately, though, buyers are waiting months for custom-built Audis, and the company is sitting on just a 27-day supply of cars, and for just a little perspective, 60 days is considered ideal. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the 2012 Honda Civic, and we'll be back right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Honda just came out with a redesign of the Civic, and here's Seamus McElroy reporting on some of the highlights about the car. But you look at uh, something for everyone. Uh, and that's kind of our, uh, uh, our mantra with the marketing of the new Civic. And that's what Honda's done with six models of the Civic, from the hybrid to the brand new HF, all the way up to the top-selling LX model. Rounding out the lineup is the Performance SI model and a new natural gas version which drops the GX name and will just be called the Civic Natural Gas. Under the hood, the sedan and coupe feature an updated 1.8-liter four-cylinder engine, which can be mated to a five-speed manual or automatic transmission. Even though it's the same setup as before, fuel economy is better thanks to improvements. The HF model, which stands for High Fuel Economy, uses the same powertrain as the standard model, but is able to eke out a couple extra MPGs thanks to aerodynamic improvements. The SI gets a new 2.4-liter inline four-cylinder that comes with a six-speed manual. And the hybrid gets a larger engine, a 1.5-liter up from a 1.3, and uses a lithium-ion battery instead of a nickel-metal hydride one. It too gets better fuel mileage than before. The styling is pretty similar to the previous model. The front end has been tweaked, and the hood has a couple of character lines running along it unlike before. Inside there's more cargo and seating area even though it's got pretty much the same dimensions. Like the previous model, the Civic features a two-tier instrument paddle, but new for 2012 is what Honda calls its Intelligent Multi-Information Display, or iMID for short. It shows audio information, Bluetooth info, and turn-by-turn -turn navigation directions. iMID also helps the driver get better fuel economy. We have, a, we have a fuel economy uh, uh, display or screen on the iMID, which allows them to see, uh, well, actually they're allowed to customize it in whatever way they want. So they can see a range that's left in the, for the tank or an average fuel economy or an average speed, uh, as well as being able to, kind of, you know, again, judge how, how well they're doing with the system. And that in conjunction with the new EcoAssist uh, system that we're going to offer for the first time on a non-hybrid Honda model uh, is able to help the driver improve their fuel economy and get the most out of the car. 
And to further improve fuel economy, all Civics except for the SI are available with Econ mode, which changes the dynamics of the vehicle to operate more efficiently. Thanks for that report, Seamus. The sedan, coupe, HF, and hybrid models are available right now. The SI will be available later this month, and the natural gas version does not go on sale until the fall. However, Honda says there will be limited production for the next few months due to the disaster in Japan. Starting prices for the Civic begin at just over $16,000 and go up to $25,000 depending on the model. Hey, if you missed last week's special edition of AutoLine After Hours with Marjorie Krevsky and her top-notch troupe of product specialists, make sure you head over to the John's Journal section of AutoLine Detroit TV. By the way, she left us with a stack of books to give away, so you can watch our Facebook and Twitter pages for details on how to win a copy of Sirens of Chrome. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.